Hi everyone, I'm Joel Premack and welcome to the Community-Led Growth Show. Each week, I will be speaking with community leaders to share insights with you all on how to build a community-led growth company. Let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Joel Premack, host of the Community-Led Growth Show. Today, I'm joined by Scott Britton, co-founder at Troops. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Scott. Great to be here, Joel. Let's do this. Yeah. Well, we're going to start off with an easy question today. So could you just give our listeners a quick 30-second intro about yourself? Sure. So I'm one of the co-founders of Troops, where I head up our growth function. I, um, before this, was running business at a company called Single Platform that was acquired by Constant Contact. And for those people that don't know Troops, basically what we believe is that uh, people want to work in natural and easy ways. And if you look at the natural behaviors of what everybody likes to do today, it's, it's messaging, you know, text messaging, Instagram, WhatsApp, Slack, um, and, and spreadsheets. And so we build a solution that connects your back office systems like Salesforce, like Microsoft dynamics, Gainsight, outreach, Zendesk, you name it. And then, allows you to interact and manipulate that data in, in B2B environments like Slack and Microsoft Teams, as well as um, editable spreadsheets through a product we have called Grid. And so that's what we do. We work with a large portion of the Cloud 100 um, to basically help them get better data, better visibility, you know, more adherence to their key processes around all their different types of places that hold revenue information. Um, and I'm excited to be here. Um, I love podcasts. We have one ourselves. Um, and I, I think community is, I mean, it is the, one of the new frontiers of marketing. Um, so this is an important topic. Definitely. And on that note, we're going to start with the next easiest question that you'll probably get today, which is how does troops define community for your organization? Ooh, good one. I think community is for us really about the collection of people that are interested in conversations that we can provide value to. Um, and so that can be through our product. It can be through the information we publish. It can be through our own engagement as a company. Um, but we want to serve those people. And we want to do it in a, in a myriad of ways. And so for me, it's, it's really all about like, what is the conversation that's happening? Who are the people that are having it? And where can we come in and add value in one way or another? Um, and, and that's how we think about community for sure. Nice. Okay. So going then a step further, and you kind of touched on this in terms of you guys aim to serve numerous audiences through your company and building community. So then how do you actually cultivate and grow that community and foster it for all those different audiences across different channels and such? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not an, it's not easy, man. We've tried a lot of things. Like we've tried doing our own Slack or like community. We've, you know, influencer programs, advisor programs, customer advisory boards, um, I don't know, frankly, that we've like really done 
an like the best job ever of this. I think what we've done is we've provided a really, really amazing customer experience that makes people feel special and makes them have a lot of like we have like three times customers, four times customers. But in terms of like the container for those people, it's really something that's like honestly a work in progress. Um, and what I what I would say is if I were going back and starting troops again tomorrow, what I would have really focused on is hey, let's pick a niche um, and let's let's just own the conversation around it and create a conversational environment to support that. And so like, I think like a great example of like someone that did take that approach in our space is like Wizard of Ops. I don't know if you know those guys, but like, you know, we're in the RevOps space and they're like, yeah, we're gonna be in this space and we're going to own the conversation and we're gonna create a Slack group and, you know, Modern Sales Pro is another great example. Um, and we kind of created all these evangelists, but necess didn't necessarily do an amazing job of like providing the container for them to all interact with each other. Um, and so it's, you know, maybe this isn't the answer that you wanted to hear, but that's, that's the truth. No, I would say it's definitely not maybe a common answer, but I think the truth is important to share. And I would also say that through that and your experience of trying different things, that then you probably have a long, uh, like a list of great learnings from all of those. So I would definitely say, what are some of those learnings then through trying customer advisory boards, um, Slack groups, influencer programs, et yeah. cetera, that you would feel comfortable sharing? With I mean, us? I mean, I mean, I really, I really think like, you can't, to really make community, like you can't make it about your company. Um, like, it, you know, you can only do that if your company reaches a certain scale. Like, for example, like I'm a part of the um, Gainsight community or the Salesforce Ohana Slack. Those are really big companies. There's a, they reached a level of scale and complexity that required a community versus building one. Um, and, and, and so like there needs to be, the core of it is, is that you need to have enough value creation and like user generated value creation in order to support a community. Um, and so if I was like starting out, I would look at what are like, underserved audiences or topics in my broader space where people have questions that need to be answered. People want advice, people need help. And then how do I be the curator of that information? And, and yeah, I mean, I think mistakes that we made were like, you know, we, we basically created a customer support channel, customer support type Slack that was just like us like blasting out announcements of our product and stuff and like ask anything versus saying like hey like this group is like on the forefront of rev ops let's let's like 
demystify, make it easy to understand like all of these hard things these people are all trying to figure out and not even include our product. Um, and that was, that was definitely a, a mistake that we made. That's fair. But I would say that that's something that I think a lot of companies struggle with. If they're building a community, most leaders outside of, I would say, select few really understand that community isn't necessarily about your product. It's more so about the audience that you serve through it. And so I think that there's like, that that's a very good point though, because of that struggle that people, especially leaders face of, we have to tie things back to revenue and resource allocation that sometimes you can't always make like a direct line to community, yeah. but you can make a dotted line from community yeah. that just influenced things. It's more like a halo effect. Like the goal of the community should be like the halo effect. Um, and I know it's not, um, I know it's not easy to like measure that, but it also, it pays itself back in spades eventually. I would ask two questions on that, or at least one question for sure would be, would you say Gong has a, that halo effect that you're talking about as an example? Gong? Yeah. Um, or like, what's an example I mean, of a company that I, you think has that halo effect? Um, I think Modern Sales Pros is a good one where it's like Atrium is the company, right? But like, Modern sales pros is the community. Same with Wizard of Ops. Like Wizard of Ops is the, and and I'm just speaking because I don't, you know, in our world, my world, um, like Sonar is the company. Like Gong honestly just created really kick-ass content uh, that was data-driven. And so they made a big splash. And, um, but like, I don't know that, like, I think Gong was just really good content marketing versus community. Um, and they're, they're quite different um, and complementary. But like, I don't know, like, I, I never saw all these people, like, like the, the users proactively sharing information on call coaching, on mm -hmm. like demos, on all these different topics they cover. It was Gong sharing it. And so it was like, we're going to, we're going to create amazing information and we're going to push it out. And they did a great job of that versus like our audience is going to be the ones that are driving the community. Gotcha. Okay. Um, that's really good to clarify. So thank you so much for that. And I would also say that when you talked about a halo effect, it really can touch on anything in your business, whether it's from product roadmap all the way through customer experience and various and engagements and interactions. So I think that that's a very interesting point when you talk about community and its impact, thinking about it kind of sitting above a company, but it touches everything below at the company level. Very cool. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, community has a big impact on recruiting has a big impact on all kinds of things. Um, and so, yeah, I, 
I think there's the, the scope of impact is certainly more than just, um, you know, how many leads are we getting? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, my like favorite question to ask towards the end of recordings is what are you, your like three or so predictions for the future of community within the B2B tech space? Good question. Um, the first is, is that um, <laughs> influencers will play a role. And so think about like on Instagram, like individuals have communities. And so I think the same exact thing is going to happen with B2B and it already is right. Where it's like this individual has a community. They're a content creator. They work at a company, but like they are like influencing people and having discussions and having dialogues. And so I think that's already happening. I think it'll be more pervasive. Um, I think that, um, I think frankly, like a lot of people are going to want more in-person stuff. Um, so we've kind of, we've kind of went from the, um, you know, very in-person stuff to like no in-person to now people are craving in-person. Like, I think we're going to get, we're going to kind of revert back to like, I just want to be around actual people. Um, and then, I, and, I, and then I think, you know, generally it's like, I've always been a fan of intimate groups. Like it's great to be a part of a Slack community. What I really get the most value out of is like a five person, very well curated group of people that can help me or give me interesting insights. And then I can actually build real relationships out of that. And so I think like, we're gonna see a lot of like micro groups inside of communities be like a staple of what makes the community valuable. That's a really interesting point. I like that. Cause I definitely would agree too that people like and feel most comfortable also sharing when they have a few people who they maybe know and or trust, which is part of this of them feeling comfortable sharing topics, especially if it's, hey, we're working on X. Has anyone done something similar to this? Any learnings, things to avoid such that you can add to help us succeed in our endeavor down this road? I like that a lot. That's very interesting for sure. And I would, yeah. And I would say to your point around influencers, have you ever, have you experienced this, that people are now being more loyal towards brands or companies that they like and have worked with previously than company loyalty overall for like when people change roles, someone maybe has a strong opinion about one tool or another, and that's what they always prefer to go with versus, hey, they already have something that's similar, but, and we'll just keep it kind of thing, I guess. I mean, I think, I think at the end of the day, product is still 
frankly, holding more weight than individual. Um, but I think that, um, I think that individuals can influence people on what products to pick more than they could in the past. Cool. Like, and I mean that more like public, public mind share, public share voice. Okay. Gotcha. That's it's like John Barrow says, use out, use outreach instead of sales loft. You're like, all right, well, maybe I should check out outreach. Mm -hmm. But if you use sales loft and you fucking loved it, like it's going to be pretty hard to change your mind. That is sense. very true. Very, oh yeah. Yep. That's probably one of the more highly contested debates in the sales tech stacks. For sure. Truth. <laughs> Well, awesome. Thank you so much uh, for being guests on the Community Like Growth Show today, Scott. Um, if people want to follow or connect with you, what are the best channels and or handles for them to do so? Uh, I'm on LinkedIn mostly. Um, my Twitter got hijacked, so I'm not on there anymore. <laughs> uh, but you just search my name, Scott Britton, B-R-I-T-T-O-N, on LinkedIn. Connect me. Would love to, you know, just share information and ideas and go from there wonderful well thank you so much and have a great day all right you too